0: And now, the B.C. Food & Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is B.C. Food & Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. Now,
1: here's Anthony and Casey.
2: Just keep
1: Hello everyone and welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm
3: Casey Wilson.
1: And uh, well, Casey, I thought you'd still be watching the election. Oh, we're still waiting.
3: We're still waiting, <coughs> Tony. We have no
1: results. Well, some results, but not enough. No. Uh, it must be great to be an American this week. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as great as it is to be a Canadian. Well, we wish, uh, you know, we have so many friends in the U.S. And, of course, our show, uh, which is on uh, at many borders along uh, British Columbia, can be listened to in the U.S. too. So we wish you all well. Whoever uh, you have decided to vote for, uh, I know we'll get a solution soon and uh, we can get on with life Uh, for us uh, we've had a bit of an election here, Casey, uh, and the results are in, and the numbers are super big. The BC Food and Wine Radio Networks now heard in 18 British Columbia markets. We'll be talking more about that today, and who's listening to us uh, from Terrace and Kitimat to Asoyas and Kamloops, and uh, it's a really nice list. And I think, I think if we're proud of anything about this show, it's that we've been able to, uh, you know, take this information about uh, good food and good wine to uh, a public that uh, seems to want to listen to it and hear about it and uh, learn about it. So that's been great. Uh, Okay, enough of that. Today's show, we're quite busy. Uh, We're going to, uh, well, let's start in uh, the South Okanagan with Stuart Hart. Uh, We'll be traveling to the Watermark Beach Resort, Casey, and we'll be dining. Can we dine midweek there now?
3: Yes, and there's specials Tuesday to Thursday night.
1: Okay, we'll find out about that. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to Dustin Dockendorf. He's the owner, uh, one of the owners of Capo & Spritz, a brand-new restaurant opening in your neighborhood, Casey, and it's all about Pizza
3: at Pizza in Yale Town. Great yeah, pizza in Yale It's
1: going to be fantastic. Uh, Jody levec will join us from Kalmana Estate, and uh, she's got uh, I've had a look at these amazing gift packages uh, for Christmas, so we'll be going through some of those and encouraging people to uh, get your shopping done early. Have you started, Casey?
3: I haven't, Tony.
1: Uh, me either, but I got to get going. But up next, Craig McCullough joins us from Mount Boucherie Estate Winery. Uh, We're going to talk about his very successful restaurant that they've just opened, The Modest Butcher, uh, and how they're doing in West Kelowna. All that and more coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gizmondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right
0: back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by
4: Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. When the cooler weather settles, the vibe changes, dishes become heartier, and wine decidedly more nuanced. Save-On Foods carries the world's largest selection of BC VQA wine, more than 1,200 wines from over 180 wineries, all perfect for fall. There's no better time to experience BC's best vintages, and there's no better place to find them all than Save-On Foods. Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. Browse the entire collection online at saveonfoods.com wine. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, B.C. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite
5: Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Culmina Family Estate Winery would like to welcome you to visit their spectacular winery in the heart of the Okanagan's Golden Mile Bench. Guests can enjoy seated tastings of six of their signature wines for up to six people per reservation. Feel comfortable knowing that rigid social distancing and cleaning protocols are in place to ensure the utmost safety of staff and guests. Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Open 10 to 5 daily. Call or visit culmina.ca for reservations. Tinhorn Creek Vineyards has opened its doors. Visitors are welcome to
4: stop by the wine shop for both sales and tastings. The award-winning Miradoro restaurant is now also open for table service and takeout. Reservations are required. Can't make it in? Take advantage of free shipping on orders over six bottles or send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them. Curbside pickup is also available for online and phone orders. For full details and the latest updates, please visit Tinhorn.com.
0: Now back to BC Food & Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson.
1: Welcome back to the B.C. Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi.
3: I'm Casey Wilson.
1: And we're celebrating each week now with 18 radio markets across British Columbia. Thanks for listening in Trail, Golden & Kitimat today. To our next guest, Craig McCulloch, he's a VP at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery in West Kelowna. Craig, good morning to you.
6: Hello, good morning, and thank you for having me
1: uh Very happy to have you. Uh, still have great memories of just visiting your winery recently, and uh, one of the things I guess one of the things I took away from the visit was this this incredible restaurant that you're launching called Modest Butcher. But more importantly, uh, you guys are doing something I wouldn't say something different, but something neat. You're trying to connect to the community, and you're getting that feedback. Can you explain a bit about how this restaurant might work going forward?
6: I uh, sure can. Thanks, Tony. Um, first of all, I guess I'd like to congratulate you folks. I, I hear that you're expanding into lots of different communities and towns across the province, and uh, I was kind of happy to hear that. So so uh, good for you guys. It's a oh, great thank show. Thank um, But yeah, the restaurant's doing very well, and, and uh, the community has been so good to us since we opened the restaurant or even had plans to go to the restaurant. We had a town hall uh... there's a quite a strong uh... lakeview uh, community association that's here we talked to those people and we we had a good feeling that we just didn't want to be a restaurant at a winery we wanted to be a a local uh... community restaurant here that that's good to go to all year not just during tourist season um, and looking at the demographics of the area the age of the people and uh... what the people are looking for um, we kind of found our little niche and, and called ourselves the modest butcher so um, you can come here for a bowl of soup and a half a sandwich, or you can come for a tomahawk steak and a and a nice big bottle of wine so we 're kind of we 're trying to cater to everybody We want people to be able to come here once or twice a week and not feel like they have to save up and come here for an anniversary dinner or a birthday dinner that you can come for you can come for a burger and a beer in the afternoon or you can come for a business lunch or you can come for an anniversary dinner so we think we 've kind of uh, we 've headed in the yeah. right direction and then the and with the the, the comments and the reviews have kind of showing us that i think we we picked the right the right path here so
3: well you say indulge relax and laugh and we have had so many laughs up at mount boucherie the first of all i can't tell you the the staff i know that you choose your staff on personality and uh right. of course jesse Hardin. i don't know that's maybe a bit too much personality but oh my goodness we, <laughs> we just laughed all night when we were there the last time
6: yeah, and, and I think that's the feeling that I get. When I walk into a restaurant or any business, uh, a clothing store, for example, you, you kind of get a feeling of how the staff are and how they're even interacting with each other. And and, and I, I wanted that feeling when you come in here, that when you come in here, the staff is very good. They're so good at what they do, but their personalities and their outlook and just the way they carry themselves they are a bunch of friendly people and they enjoy doing what they're doing and it's uh i think it's coming through with the customers we had a lot of good comments on the staff i mean we knew we've got a good view we've got a great building we've got nice wines we've got great food but it's the the atmosphere we try to create through the the personalities of the people we have working here so it's uh and it does start with Jesse, for sure. we got to hire people around like Jesse's personality and back it off a notch, and then
3: we're, we're perfect. <laughs> and I love your happy hour in a bit. It's such a great way to say it.
6: Yeah, you know, and that's the funny thing we talked about, too. Like We've all been to happy hour where you kind of sit there, and you got to wait four minutes before you can order your $5 pint of beer or your $5 glass of wine. And then you're kind of panicking to order something before happy hour is over. Uh, and we didn't want people to feel like that. When we have our happy hour in a bit, when you come on and sit down, if that's what you, hear's the menu. Here's what we have available for you. And, and you don't have to order three glasses of wine before it's over. You can sit and relax. Don't worry, we're good. If you miss it by five minutes, you're still going to be able to, to you know, to get what's on our menu. So yeah, yeah it's, just a, a, uh, it's
1: a little more simple. What a we're, speaking with, uh, we're speaking with Craig McCulloch, he's the VP up at Mount Boucherie State Winery. It's interesting, the modest butcher, uh, you know, and behind that we see kitchen plus market. Can you tell us a little bit about the market and how that's unfolding?
6: Well, it's funny thing, we have a lot of food here that comes out on the charcuterie platters and the cheese platters and lots of in-house uh, made and canned pickled things and jams and mustards, etc., so... We thought a lot of people just said, "Where can I buy this?" And we thought, "Well, why don't we can it?" So we have it canned for us, and uh, it's all Chef Dan's recipe and his crew. So uh, we decided to put this things in a market downstairs near the wine shop. We built some shelving and put some coolers there. So basically, everything that you get upstairs in the restaurant, you can buy downstairs on our market and other take it out in the patio with a bottle of wine, or you can buy it and take it home, or uh, we'll ship it to yeah. you uh, with your wine order. So it's been incredibly, even though we've slowed down a bit right now due to the season, uh, incredibly successful already. And um, Yeah, it's it's been a great addition to go. We have so many times you eat something and just, where do I get this? Well, you can get it right downstairs. One of the servers will bring it up to you if you like. So it's it's been good for us too.
3: And I love the menu. It says solids or liquids. <laughs> like you just make things <laughs> real simple. <laughs>
6: Yeah, it's funny. There's our chef Dan and his kind of sense of humor. He's just got, you know, the way the menu starts. It says to get the ball rolling, and then where the mains are, it says for your second bottle. And I just kind of, I just kind of love his sense of humor, oh, and yeah, I kind it. Uh, it fits in with our style here. So,
1: uh, Craig, we've been talking to uh, wineries, and I've been, uh, l- you know, reading about researching, actually writing about online sales, which have have really taken off. Uh, for wine producers across North America, but they're saying that they're going to be super busy. So I'm wondering about what you're telling people now that uh, are going to buy Mount Boucherie wines, hoping to have them shipped around uh, the province or uh, or out of the province. What kind of dates are you working with, and do you expect to be super busy doing that?
6: Yeah, we do. We've, uh, so we're just kind of launching our regular wine club shipments. Uh, they're all packed and ready to go. We'll be shipping them out uh, in the next week or so. But even listening to online sales and shopping throughout the province for all kinds of businesses, they're telling people to, from Canada Post to ETS to Amazon, they're telling people to get their orders in early to receive them before Christmas. So uh, we've told our staff and send out uh, newsletters to uh, customers and talking to people in the wine shop here that if you want to get uh, an order before Christmas, it's kind of we're looking for you should get your orders in before the end of November and so that we can get it to you before Christmas so there's no... You know, the big cities it's easy to get to on time, but there's some smaller you know, towns and that we ship to quite regularly throughout the province and Alberta, et cetera, that uh, we're kind of asking those folks, if you want some wine before Christmas, please get your orders in to us as soon as you can. And and uh, we still have some time if you want to join the wine club. lots of people still joining the wine club uh, that yep. we can get an order together for you and ship out the next couple of weeks. But I think uh, we would love to get your orders in before the end of November so we can get you your wine before Christmas. So, uh, and again, it's not just a wine business. I think there's so many, the ATS and a few of the other groups that we used to ship when they're all extremely busy this time of year. So it's yeah, not just sure. wine; it's everybody. What's um, the Mount-
3: advantage of joining your wine club? Well, I
6: think we contact those folks quite a bit, they contact us quite a bit. Um, some of the advantages of you get new releases. Uh, you get some some releases that we don't allow. Where everybody either have to come into the wine shop to buy it, or we ship it to you. We just don't ship it everywhere. Um, you know, some of the advantages. We're just kind of some of the advantages are you get some uh, some dinners here. You get some preferred seating sometimes. We've got some. Um, some places that you can stay that are, uh, that are a little bit beneficial to you if you join the wine club. But, uh, yeah, I think it really is just uh, it's just the, the wines that are available to you and the prices that you get.
1: Um, it's, well, it's a 15% uh, discount for club members. And, uh, yeah. yep. and there's also some pre-release pricing on, uh, for instance, like the flagship Summit Red. So there, there are good advantages to being in line early.
6: Exactly, and, if, and if some, so we don't have a lot, but there's access to some library wines, and uh, and when you come in, we do some vertical tastings for yeah. wine club members, so you get a little bit of extra special treatment for sure.
1: We're speaking with Craig McCulloch. He's the VP at Mount Bouchery. He sounds pretty. He sound very calm. Uh, it sounds like all the grapes are have been picked. Is that uh, correct? Well, calm because all the grapes are picked, but uh, uh, the.
6: The tonnage was down a little bit. Uh, yeah. I don't know if, uh, what you're hearing from other guys around the province, but as you know, we had uh, kind of a, not a good uh, May and June with the rain and the wind, and uh, and then in the July it was so hot that the that some of the vines shut down for a little while. And and as you know, most of our acreage is in Koston, Uh and coston weather weather hits hard. It hits harder there than uh, than the Okanagan Valley, it seems. So. Yep. Um, we're down we at that tonnage is down maybe 20 25% in some some varieties but the fruit that did come in Tony has, has been just excellent and Jesse wanted me to tell you that this is a small dream year so this is a vintage you're going to love Well but, uh, I'm going to tell winemakers you winemakers have just Yeah go ahead Sorry guys I just say the winemakers are actually loving the fruit that's coming in uh, and they're and they're kind of rubbing their hands together, saying so they're they're excited about some of the wines that are going to be made from from this vintage. So even though it's down a little bit, um, the quality is going to be great. So
1: well, let me tell you that uh, for many many years, uh, when the French have a vintage like this, they say, "Yep, quantity down, price going up." So uh, there's there's an upside to to every harvest <laughs> in margin. France. So I think we'll we'll catch on to that as as uh, we move through these uh, different vintages. Uh, Craig, really great yeah, to catch up with you today. Uh, Modest Butcher open all season now. You bet. We're
6: going to we're still open same hours. We're keeping the same hours from eleven to uh, to nine uh, throughout the year. Our wine shop was open from ten a.m. to eight p.m. seven days a week, right through the season. So uh, we're open and uh, and ready for for people to come in because we've launched our fall menu now, which is a bit different. Um, uh, we've got the brace short rib that I'm just dying to try. Um, and we've got our happy hour now through the day, through the week. So uh, we've got some great things coming, and we want to be open for the winter for, for folks around here to get to. Wow,
1: sounds great. Thanks so much for joining us today, Craig. I really appreciate the catch-up for Mount Boucherie Estate Winery in West Kelowna. Uh, by the way, we didn't even really mention the facility. It's so beautiful, this new facility. You'll you'll just fall in love with it the moment you see it and enter the building. So long, Craig. Catch up with you soon. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Craig McCulloch, VP, Mount Bushry Estate Winery. Don't go away. There's plenty more coming up on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Jody Levesque will join us from Colmana uh, Family Winery uh, down in the South Okanagan at some of the highest altitudes in BC, which may surprise people on the Golden Mile Bench. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more
0: to come. This is the VC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods.
2: It's been a long year. You need a little therapy vineyard in your life. Book your stay at the Inn on the Vineyard overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It is the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. Plus, BC Food & Wine Radio listeners can save on their stay year-round at Therapy Vineyards. Just enter the code Kismondi when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. Rediscover the
7: South Okanagan good life at Watermark Beach Resort Soya's Hotel and Conference Centre. Just steps to everything. The beach, shopping, the marina and great dining at the restaurant at Watermark. New executive chef Nick Atkins invites you to indulge your senses with bright new flavours inside or on the newly expanded lakeside patio featuring new health and safety protocols and procedures. Reservations are highly recommended.
4: Celebrate the South Okanagan. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com.
0: Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson.
1: Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. We spotlight uh, local food and wine uh, across the province every week on 18 radio markets that play 30 times a week. And uh, we want to thank some of the people who are always listening to us now, our new listeners in Prince Rupert and Terrace as we uh, stretch north, but today we'll introduce you to Jody Levesque. She's the estate manager at Colmana uh, Estate Winery. Jody, how are you?
7: I'm very well. Thank you very much for asking, and thank you for having me on your program today.
1: Uh, well, we're happy to have you on, and uh, I've learned that you've moved to the Okanagan like so many people in Vancouver are moving to the Okanagan. Uh, how's that going?
7: Oh, we just love it. It's uh, been a little bit of a change of pace. But I, I now only have an eleven minute commute to the winery, and I can't uh, I can't stress <laughs> how awesome that's in
1: yeah and and uh, that's quite an easy commute I would imagine in the morning in uh, South Oliver most that's, of the time.
3: There's a, like two lights uh, right? <laughs> I know that's it's such a beautiful area. and I'm excited to talk about your Christmas wines because I think people should start thinking about ordering them you know, earlier than usual, because there's just so much going on now.
7: That's right. Well, thank you, Casey. Um, We are really excited to be talking about um, some special uh, vertical gift boxes that we've designed with the wine enthusiast in mind. Now that people might be spending more time at home and, you know, maybe wanting to kind of peel out some of those back vintages, we, um, each set that we've created is an exploration of how, um, the vision and the wine has represented itself, and how they're standing up to the test of time.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a big fan of vertical tastings because I think that it's uh, it highlights the uniqueness of every single vintage. Sometimes uh, people don't. Uh, understand the differences in vintages but it's quite apparent when you taste them uh, you have a really sensational Chardonnay one that you're offering which is uh, six different wines from 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16 and 17 Uh, from Margaret's Bench, your Dilemma Chardonnay including the the latest one which is still unreleased will be in that package but that's a fantastic uh, evening for people to open six different Chardonnays uh, maybe with their six person bubble which I think is the max we can have so uh, what would you suspect people will do with that? Will they have dinner, match wine, or pair food? What would you suggest?
7: Well, I think all of the above is a is a great evening. Sounds like a good <laughs> time to me. Um, what's really interesting and really kind of special about this uh, Dilemma Chardonnay gift set is the actual the 2012 vintage is the namesake of Dilemma. It's because our founder Don Triggs really struggled. With the best location uh, for the Chardonnay varietal, and this is the only vintage that was harvested from our rise vineyard, right? It was decided after the fact that it actually moved up into Margaret's Bench, where cooler temperatures were a little bit more conducive in developing yeah. the varietal.
1: So that's it's an excellent a very point. Unique set. Yeah, that's an excellent point, and Don was, uh, I remember Don saying, well, if it's not right, we're going to pull it out and start over, and uh, a lot of people thought, this guy's crazy, but he was right that uh, the higher up on Margaret's bench seemed to be a better spot for Chardonnay now. In fact, it's one of the highest uh, Chardonnay vineyards in the country, which is uh, also uh, something worthwhile, for, especially for wine geeks that are tasting these kind of uh, verticals, going through these vertical tastings.
7: That's right, that's right, 595 metres in elevation in that vineyard. So, yeah. So in the second set that we have um, is a little small but mighty look at four different vintages of our signature reds. So each here uh, are a component of our flagship hypothesis, and we thought it would be really interesting to kind of highlight the varietal separately as well as showcase um, the stellar 2012 vintage of hypothesis and how after six years in the bottle the wine is um, really the finesse is unwavering.
1: Well, it's the perfect time, uh, Casey. I, I think even you would be uh, interested in this tasting because uh, uh, you get a chance to taste the finished, uh, the 2012 Hypothesis, which has Merlot, Cabernet Franc, and Cabernet Sauv- Sauvignon in it. But then you get a chance to taste each of the components on their own 113 Merlot, 114 Cab Franc, and 115 Cabernet Sauvignon. Like it's a really, it, you know, if I got this gift, I'd say, oh man, I'm excited.
3: <laughs> I know, it's a great <laughs> it, idea.
1: Yeah, it, it's just so much fun to to it just changes the way you think about wine when you when you can uh, when you can taste a blend and then taste the components beside it and then you know what you can do and I would encourage people to do this at home if they get this is to uh, set aside some glasses and make your own blend of the 13 14, 15 and see what your hypothesis might turn out like uh, against right. the 2012 That 2012 is in great shape, though. I know when it first came out, uh, it's a vintage I very much like in B.C., but it needs times, and now at the six-year mark, the wine is developing exactly as we had hoped it would, uh, smoothing out and just putting on a bit of weight and looking uh, all the character that it should be. Uh, from the South Okanagan, uh, really, uh, really terrific. Hey, I'm interested. I know you've only been there a short period of time, but uh, what's going on? Are people still visiting wineries, and are you accepting people at Kulmina through through the holidays? That's a
7: great question. Absolutely. Uh, right now, we're still doing a tastings. Uh, our tasting room is open seven days a week. We will probably. Um, reduce our hours by mid-November to Thursday to Sunday. But if anybody's in the Valley and they're interested in coming up for a tasting, absolutely give us a call or or visit our website, and we'd be happy to host any day of the week. Mm.
3: I, I think it would be great to join your wine club. It would be a good Christmas gift also.
7: I think that is a fantastic idea for Christmas. And anybody is welcome to visit our website, uh, kalmina.ca, and it has all the information on our different levels of our wine club and the benefits to to members.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I just want to get back to these gifts for the last one that I – another one. Well, they're they're also well-chosen. But this Decora and Unicus Vertical, uh, when people think of – Kalmana, a lot of people think about the hypothesis in the big red wines, but in fact, this is a, a, a collection of of uh, Gruner, Veltliner, and Riesling, uh, both of which have distinguished themselves already in in uh, the very short period of time that the winery's been open. So I'm excited to see three different vintages of Riesling and Gruner, Veltliner in one box. Uh, another thing that will just charge up people. I mean, if you know people who love wine... Uh, they're going to go nuts over this this box, and then if you know people who love Grüner or Riesling, then uh, even uh, even better. That Good would for be you. me,
3: Tony. By the way, yeah. just remember me at Christmas.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm certain that there isn't a lot of this old wine around, but uh, so people would have to act in the next uh, couple of weeks to really assure themselves to get one of these boxes. Am That's I correct right. on That's that?
7: That's right. We we are limited in each of the boxes with less than a hundred available of each set. So, yeah. really encouraging people to uh, visit our website. So, these gift sets are only available on the website and uh, direct to consumers. And that is an added value. Uh, we are offering complimentary shipping. Um, nice. But they can go to Kalmana.ca to order, but they will sell out quickly.
1: Yeah. Jody Levesque is the estate manager at Kalmana uh, Winery. We're, uh, we've been hearing a lot about uh, Canadians now because of the pandemic. They're trapped in Canada, we're trapped like rats uh and uh, and so the choice uh, apparently the place of choice to stay is either on vancouver island or the south okanagan are you going to be open uh, you know throughout the the january and february for all these snowbirds who are going to actually uh, be in the snow this year
7: we will absolutely be open and welcoming anybody who would like to come up and visit us for a tasting and or just to get to know common a little bit better
1: yeah, well, I, I'm definitely looking at uh, trying to find a place to stay in January, or February. There, uh, it doesn't look like I'm going to make it to Hawaii this year,
3: uh,
1: <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, you know what? The wine will be better than it is in Hawaii. So that's a that's, that's right. a, a that's a plus, <laughs> I think. Uh, great to catch up with you today, Jody, and and uh, fun to hear uh, about the changes. I know we all. Uh, we're all going to miss uh, Don and Elaine and the family there, but uh, I think they've left everything in in uh, perfect running shape, and you still have your winemaker, so uh, it should be uh, smooth sailing.
7: Absolutely, we're all fit to go, and we've had a we've had an excellent harvest, and so I'm excited about the the next vintage to come.
3: Yeah, that is a great but, winery to be a senior brand person at.
7: It certainly is. I'm pretty privileged for sure.
1: Yeah. And a lovely tasting room, folks. if you haven't been there to visit, uh, it has a great panoramic view uh, as well, and tucked under the mountainside there under uh, Mount Kobo. just a beautiful uh, part of the South Okanagan. thanks so much, Jody, and uh, all the best to you. Uh, maybe yes, and I'll thank say you both. I'll wish you a, a happy holiday season. Can I say that so early?
3: Yes, you can. Uh, I guess I can. I know thanks. I was gonna I was
7: thinking the same thing. I wanted to say, you know, if I don't see you, which I probably won't for for a little while. Uh, please, both of you, have a, a fabulous holiday. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much. Jody Levesque, she's a senior brand and estate manager at Comina Family Estate. Uh, that winery is uh, on the Golden Mile Bench. It's one of the uh, core wineries down there that it's uh, really setting the south on fire. Uh, plenty more coming up on the show today, including uh, our next guest, uh, Dustin Dockendorf will join us to talk about a brand new adventure, Capo and the Spritz, which is open at the Opus Hotel. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And you're listening to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Hello to you folks in Invermere, Revelstoke, and Nelson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network,
0: presented in
4: part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. When the cooler weather settles, the vibe changes, dishes become heartier, and wine decidedly more nuanced. Save-On Foods carries the world's largest selection of BC VQA wine. More than 1,200 wines from over 180 wineries, all perfect for fall. There's no better time to experience BC's best vintages, and there's no better place to find them all than Save-On Foods. Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. Browse the entire collection online at saveonfoods.com wine. The
7: upper bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. Clos de Soleil blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality for wines that are elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven. Visit them by appointment or purchase their wines online at closdesoleil.ca with free shipping offered to all BC and Alberta customers on orders of six bottles or more.
4: Tony Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. We have a large wine club, and I think it's really important. Wine clubs are important because they're your best ambassador. You know, they're going to somebody's house for a dinner party, and they're bringing your wine, right? And then they talk about your wine, and a lot of them are so passionate about it. You know, it's exactly what I, as the owner, would do, but they're wine club members, and they're doing it for me. Join the club and take advantage. Become a member at poplargrove.ca.
0: Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio, here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Rain Rain
1: on me. On me. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Uh, when we say network, we, we mean it. Uh, we're all over the province now, Casey. 18 uh, different cities in British Columbia are listening to uh, us talk about BC Food and Wine now, which is great. Uh, Of course, we're still uh, sitting here in Vancouver from the home station at uh, Bloomberg, uh, and uh, we're happy to talk about our city as well, including the next place, which is so close to you, Casey, and and a place I've been in many times at the Opus Hotel. Capo and the Spritz is a new outlet in the Opus Hotel. Dustin Dockendorf is the owner and wine director. Dustin joins us from somewhere on the highway near Hope. How are you, Dustin? Dustin?
8: i uh, back from uh, doing a little wine tasting in the Okanagan, and uh, heading back to uh-huh.
1: you, you, the Opus Hotel. The uh, Opus Hotel, how did you end up there? For people who don't know, of course, you, you have the, a rather famous restaurant out of Strata on West Pender and Main Street, uh, two locations, a third to come. We'll talk about that. But uh, how did you end up at the Opus? Well, the
8: the ownership group of the Opus came to us saying that they thought La needed uh, that space needed a bit of a freshen up and asked if we were interested in putting an auto strata there and we already had one in the work, so that wasn't going to work. And they said, well, is there anything else you'd like to do? And my partner Lucas and I, we, we felt like there was never really a place for us to drop into in the middle of the day and have a beer and a pizza and use it as our office. And so we went to them and said, how do you feel about a casual pizzeria in, uh, your bestowed Opus hotel? And they said, you know, yeah. we just feel like we need some new energy in the space. And uh, Yaletown, um, well, well, our vision for it didn't really exist. So we got aligned on the direction we go, and everyone so far seems pretty happy.
3: And it's a beautiful space. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's, oh, he, he's such an incredible chef, Lucas Syme. If you judge an Italian restru- restaurant on strength of pasta, I mean, you can't beat him.
8: Yeah, I feel pretty lucky to have him as my partner.
1: <laughs> well, Dustin, what captured my imagination was you you, you said that you wanted to have pizza because you couldn't get pizza in Yale Town. How would you define that? What, what is the pizza that we're talking about?
8: In Vancouver, obviously, there's lots of good pizzerias, and everyone has their different, uh, a little bit of a different favorite. Uh, for the last few years, a lot of people have decided that Via Tavare is the best, and I think that's some pretty great pizza. We really wanted to create a pizza that had um you know addictive flavors but the key being the crust. Uh we are not you know we're not staking, making a statement that we are the most uh traditional thin crust pizza napoletana style. That's not our claim. Our claim is that we want to have a crust with great flavor and enough structure to hold um some good quality toppings. So uh, I would say it's definitely on the thin crust style, but we want there to be good bite. We want it to be a little bit firm. And we want it to, you know, we often say we want it to be really great bread. You know, we want the crust. We want you yeah. to enjoy the crust.
3: It's so important. And often it's kind of soggy in the center of the crust.
8: Right, right. So we spent uh, a lot of time and a lot of test runs, and we had about four different people involved in the evolution of. The crust, and um, we didn't go with just one. We actually have um, three different flour types coming together to create this crust. Even just to touch a whole white, uh, sorry, a whole wheat, give it a little more flavor and texture. Um, we're really happy with it. But if you're looking for traditional, that's not our that's not our claim. It's uh, just really delicious and, and inspired more by you know closer somewhere in between the New York style and the Neapolitan style. I'm
3: yeah. so excited to number have... of selections.
7: Sorry, Tony.
3: Yeah, no, go ahead, Casey. I am so excited to have the a cocktail bar, the Spritz cocktail bar. With uh, it's a cool bar, twenty-two seats, and you've got a fantastic bartender.
8: Yeah, Kaylin Stewart, uh, who a few years ago won world's best bartender in the uh, Diageo competition. Um, she's brought in, uh, you know, an Italian influenced cocktail program there. Um, obviously we're, we're not just doing the and spritzes, but, um, definitely a focus on Vermouths and Amaro's to give it a little bit of a savory background on most of the drinks, but it's been really fun because with the two different rooms, we're, we're not putting a lot of rules in place. You can have the same menu everywhere. You can have a cocktail in the pizzeria and you can have a pizza in the cocktail bar. We want it to be, uh, we want people to just come in and relax and find the room that suits them best. As you said, Casey, that that entire space has lots of dynamic areas. And so we were able to do more of an intimate dining experience. We're able to have a cocktail and a snack type experience. There's some TVs to catch the game when sports come back. Um, we want it to be an everyday, everyone kind of place.
1: Uh, you know, Dustin, when I, when I was younger, uh, the pasta was pretty lousy in most places across the city. Then it got really great, and then for some reason it seemed like we weren't allowed to to have it because the chef was doing something much more, you know, extravagant or different, or uh, we were forced away from it because the check you know wasn't high enough and uh, it always bothered me so i'm happy to see like i look at your menu and i see tagliatelle bolognese i'm so happy to see that on there the ragu of the day like come on these are the kind of things i think people want especially now uh with the pandemic i think it really makes sense to have dishes like this available every day for people they we need a bit of comfort
8: yeah i agree and and we we're using the rusticella noodles the same ones we use at uh, Autostrada. We're using it. Capo and the spritz. We're using our same Bolognese recipe. Um, our 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 pastas and our salads were something that we wanted to make sure could stand on their own, not be just good pizza yeah. and uh, we'll just chuck some pasta and salad on there. We think our salads are awesome and the pastas are our Autostrada recipes and uh,
5: noodles.
1: So. Classic yeah, Caesar salad, Casey.
3: I know. I always judge a restaurant on their salads because often they're definitely an afterthought.
8: Yeah, I mean, a little um a little bit of a secret uh, influence we had there was uh, Stefan Hartman, uh, the uh, Michelin starred chef that originally opened Bauhaus. Yes. He's been uh, helping us with some aspects of our menu development the last little while. So, I would say the salad. Oh, wow. I mean, the classic is salad is Lucas's, but the radicchio and um, the cucumber salad were
3: highly influenced by defense. Wow, he's a great chef.
1: Oh, an awesome guy. Well, uh, you, yeah, I, I, you've been tasting. Uh, you're on your way back from the Okanagan. What, what does the wine list look like uh, for, for the, some of this
5: fair?
8: Well, we're um, primarily focused on the Italian classics with... Uh, a few funky wines from Campania and Sicily and the North. Um, I like to make sure there's a little bit of BC representation there. There's just certain things that, as we know, BC does some things really well in other areas they can't, you know, you can't really create a Chianti Classical out of BC so far. Um, and um, so we're primarily uh, Italian-focused with a few uh, French and a couple
1: of BC. Our guest <laughs> is Dustin Dockendorf. He's the owner and wine director of Capo, the boss, and the spritz in the Opus Hotel. Of course, already had a lot of success in town with Autostrada at 350 West Pender and Autostrada at 4811 Main Street. And Casey uh, tells me there's going to be a new Autostrada in Vancouver. Can you tell us a bit about that?
3: Oh, this is a stunning building. I, I was so impressed to read this.
1: We feel we really lucked out on
8: this third location. Uh, this is going to be right, just our door will open to the big chandelier under the Granville Street Bridge at the Vancouver House development. And um, wow. we feel like the location, the the whole development is super cool, but our location being uh, directly under the chandelier, we really lucked out because we don't use gas in our restaurants. And so uh, other notable restaurateurs have looked at the space and liked it, but uh, for the most part, restaurants all use gas, and, um, and none of the using... autostradas. Is... We use all induction and electric uh, electric equipment in our kitchens. So the site worked great for us because there was no access to gas there, and uh, we feel that because of we look at cooking a little differently and the equipment we use, we're able to make the most of the space. Hmm. We roast a lot of things Green. in uh, rationale ovens and induction burners. and seems to work.
3: Yes, and it yeah. takes a while to get used to that, but once you do, I think it's perfection.
8: Mm. Mm-hmm. So that will be open. I like to keep saying, well, we said last spring, and then we said mid-December. I, unfortunately, I think <laughs> it'll probably be done on about December 20th, which is not the ideal time to open the doors with trying to get right. the right staff in line and uh, holidays on and off. So I think we'll probably be maybe a few friends and family events near the end of December and then open the first week of January officially.
1: Okay. Uh, I want to ask a couple questions about outdoor space. Do you have any at Capo or will you have any? And, uh, and will you have any at the Vancouver House?
8: Um, we, we opened Capo with a small uh, park parklet, uh, you know, street-side, seating and to be honest yeah inside's quite big and we have lots of spacing and masks and so on and so we just really had no one sitting out there and during the day we are finding just not our target market was making themselves comfortable at the tables so uh, Mm -hmm. at this point we're not offering any outdoor (laughs) dining in any of our locations but there's plexiglass as far as the eyes can see
3: and I think January actually now with covid is a perfect time to open up because people are not traveling or you know going away for the winter like they have been doing for years in Vancouver.
8: Mhm. Mhm. Hopefully they'll uh, be up for exploring the restaurants.
3: <laughs> yes, they will. Uh
1: they will. Uh so uh best way to get a rezzo is it to uh, go online at Capone Spritz or how do we how do people get reservations which I think are probably what you need.
8: Yeah, I would say going through, uh, capoandspritz.com is the best way to get a reservation and it will take you through to, uh, the reservation app that way. You can always call the restaurant as well, but, um, definitely online is, uh, the way to go if possible.
3: And let's mention the yeah, auto imagine... too. Sorry. Let's mention the auto Strata restaurants. Yeah. I mean, we love this. We have
8: such great support for those two little restaurants and, uh, Obviously, Friday Saturday nights are um, chock a block, but any uh, support we get earlier in the week is much appreciated during these times. In all the restaurants, it, it's interesting. There's a definitely a crowd that's confident to go out and dine, and then there's a big part of the indus- uh, of the market that's not. And so, it, it's a soft time for not just us but all restaurateurs these days. So, any support we get uh, for independent restaurants these days is much appreciated.
1: Yeah, well, the, the data would say it's safer to be in a restaurant where they have protocols than to be where they don't. So uh, that's one thing for <laughs> consumers to remember uh, when they're out. Listen, Dustin, uh, it was great to catch up with you and uh, to hear a bit about Capo and Spritz now uh, open in the Opus Hotel. That's at uh, ha- Hamilton and Mainland. Uh, uh, also, uh, you can get reservations. Check out the menu. Everything at Capo and Spritz. Dot com, and uh, you can drop by any of the Autostratus as well. Thanks for joining us, Dustin, and I can't wait to get down and uh, try the food myself, uh, maybe sooner than later.
8: Hope to see you soon. Thanks for the chat.
3: Thank you.
1: Thank you, Dustin Dockendorf. He's the owner and wine director at Capo and the Spritz. You're listening uh, to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we are celebrating uh, new markets across British Columbia now, 18 of them, uh, 30 times a week. You can listen to this show, so uh, if you want to know what's going on in food and wine, this is the place to be. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we're heading to a Soyuz, British Columbia. There's more to come. This is the BC
0: Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods.
2: The team at Spirit Ridge would like to send out heartfelt thank yous to everyone. Thank you to the community. Thanks to the frontline workers at hospitals and care homes for keeping our loved ones safe. And to all our fire and police personnel. And thank you to all those who are helping and working hard to make us stronger. Spirit Ridge Resort. Stay strong and we'll be here for you. Part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.ca.
5: The Modest Butcher Restaurant at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery in West Kelowna welcomes fall with a brand new menu. They'll be featuring separate lunch and dinner menus with some old modest butcher favorites along with some soon-to-be new fall favorite dishes. Walk-ins are always welcome, but reservations are recommended as seating is limited with COVID protocols in place. For all you need to know, check out mtboucherie.com.
2: Fall has arrived. Celebrate the harvest at Black Hills Estate Winery with in-person and online tastings. Relax on their comfortable and spacious patio and sample the newly released Viognier and the rare and coveted Carminiere. Their wine educators are eager to tell you about this lost grape of Bordeaux and how it grows in the South Okanagan. For more on the virtual tasting program or to book a seat on the patio, visit BlackHillsWinery.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram
0: now back to bc food and wine radio here's anthony gismondi and casey wilson
1: welcome back to the bc food and wine radio network i'm tony gismondi i'm casey wilson uh, we're uh, delighted to be joined by Stuart Hart. He's the director of uh, sales and marketing at the Watermark Beach Resort, our home away from home when we're in the South Okanagan. It's November. Stuart, uh, the grapes have been picked, I think, or mostly picked. Uh, how would you characterize the streets of a Soyuz?
9: Um, it's uh, it's still quite busy. We've, um, we've got the snowbirds coming into town. We've already had some arrivals um, this past week with wow. um, well, the destinations known for for snowbirds but there's certainly an increase for obvious reasons this year and and next as well uh yeah next year
1: so they can't get across the border and many are coming to southern bc or are, are they staying in hotels and in uh motorhomes or where how does that work out
9: it's a mixture of everything really i mean um there is as you mentioned compression i mean people usually leave a source and go south and people the attraction is really small town prairies the small town bc um and it's really um affecting benefiting everyone in that it's big resorts like ourselves there's the smaller properties there's private properties and there's rvs and campgrounds as well so uh the destination's certainly gearing up for it
3: and the prairie people aren't demanding, right? I'm from the prairies.
1: Oh my God, that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to write that down. Yes.
3: That's, that's Tony. I knew you'd love that one. <laughs> and, I, and I
9: came from there as well. And I, I, I would say no, but um, obviously they they demand a good experience. But uh, I, I think the the result and certainly the destination delivers on that for sure.
1: Well, we're not used to talking about what goes on in the South Okanagan uh, in November, December and January. What what can go on, Stuart? And what are the sort of things that you and your folks are looking at uh, at the Watermark Beach Resort?
9: Uh, well, we have, obviously, under these uh, different times new guidelines, we have, um, and I refer to it as probably more of a Euro- European phrase, but... Uh, we work on animation within our own resort, and then obviously there's there's organisations within the destination, um, kind of headed up by by organisations such as Destination of Soyuz that are looking to kind of coming together, committees, task forces, etc., to um, really animate, as I say, the the resorts and the destination and give people meaningful things to do. Outside of that, we obviously get our regular visitors that come to ski, snowshoe um, nearby at Baldy, um other soft winter experiences, as well as more of the, if you like, hardcore experiences. But then obviously we've got the the foodies and some wineries are looking to extend or, or keep open through the winter as well. Um, yeah. So. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different vibe. It feels like we—it was only just yesterday we were broadcasting from the patio uh, during the summer, <laughs> but uh, it got a little bit chilly there for a while. Um, but I think everything was picked and weather's returned to normal. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, um, all, the holidays are almost upon us
1: well it it seems to me with my information is that a lot of wineries have extended their hours a little bit uh, further deeper into the season uh, Of course, yeah. almost anybody can be reached by uh, you know a phone call and a, and a reservation to visit but but they are there are more wineries open and offering a few more things for people to do now
9: that's my understanding yeah um and also we're working with 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 well as many winers as we can within the low and extended area. Um, because obviously it's what the valley is known for, and it's um, and it's a wonderful experience in itself. And um, and I think also it means um, organisations, companies like ourselves, partnering and pairing, if you like, um, and bringing that experience into the resort, whether it's for a snowbird or whether it's for a uh, a leisure guest coming from probably lower mainland or or, or Vancouver. And uh, I'd
3: love to be there during the week. You've got a special on Tuesday to Thursday night, and that's Chef Nick's weekly dinner deal. Tell us about that.
9: Well, you're first of all most welcome as always, Casey. And second, um, we, we kind of experienced when we went to um, takeout back in the spring, we had good up one with takeout and two with the daily dinner deal, which we've kind of transferred into a weekly dinner deal. Chef Nick is um, still fairly new, if you like. Um, started with us back in uh, the early part of last winter. Um, and as I say, he had some good pick-up on the daily dinner deals, which everyone was looking out for on social media, etc. And uh, we're looking to kind of execute the same thing during the week, as you say, Tuesdays to Thursdays. Um, his his kind of theme is is comfort food with a twist, as it were and uh we're we'll certainly be looking to deliver on that, as I say, whether it's for snowbirds or in the house or or guests coming from outside
1: uh well, I like the sound of it, and on the weekends uh date night and wine pairings are still popular and and uh I think a fun thing to do I think people are going to uh People are changing. They're changing everything they do. I know. I know it's a bit dynamic, but I, it, some in some ways, I think it, it's invigorating for many businesses to see uh, the consumer changing now, changing their habits, and trying to adapt to it too. I mean, I know it can be stressful, but it, maybe it's an opportunity as well.
9: I don't disagree. Actually, I think there is a, a silver lining to these kind of challenges that will be long lasting, and and I think also it's it's best practices change as well. So, for example, our we were thinking of um, expand, uh, keeping our patio open and heated during the winter, but that's an easy thought to have when it's really nice and sunny outside. But once once the, the change in weather comes, the practicalities of that become a little bit more difficult. But then that being said, um, the restaurants can go back to, if you like, almost near normal capacity now that we've got the plexiglass dividers back in place. Right. And so, yeah, to your point, it's it's a challenge, then becomes an opportunity, and it makes you just think differently and more creative without being cliched. But, Stuart,
3: you- we're not going to change the Christmas dinner, right?
9: No, I've got a feeling Christmas dinner is not something you can really change, is it? I, I like a, a bit of turkey and what have you. Yes. Um, and we've, got our, we've just published our um, group Christmas dinner menu, Um, I mean, again, in normal circumstances, there's holiday parties. We've had a few inquiries, but albeit everyone's looking to um, play by the guidelines, as it were.
1: Well, we uh, we wish you well with the holiday season, and uh, I, I just have Thank a you. feeling there's going to be a lot of people in the Okanagan this winter, and they're going to be looking for things to do and places to stay. And uh, I think it's going to—you may have the earliest start, by the way, to the new season as well. So plenty to look forward to. And uh, if there's anything we can do to help push people there, we'd be happy to do that. Stuart, have a great holiday season, and uh, stay in touch Likewise. with us if things if things change.
9: Brilliant, I will do. Thank you, Tony, and Casey. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you.
1: Uh, Stuart Hart, he's the Director of Sales and Marketing at uh, Watermark Beach Resort. I know they've been working closely with other uh, hotels around in the area to uh, make sure that there's plenty to do for for people that will be uh, overwintering in the South Okanagan. Uh, we have to get out of here, Casey. Just before we do, I just wanted to mention uh, the upcoming Fortified Conference in Kelowna. It's a one-day intensive look at ways to make your business stronger financially, marketing, And with all of your employees and uh, given all that's going on with the pandemic, uh, there'll be plenty to learn uh, and to uh, find out how to improve your business and where we're actually going. Uh, One of the things I love about the new conference is it's all online. And uh, we've seen this everywhere in the wine business. I've seen it. Uh, best guess ever because they're getting top people to uh, call in by Zoom on these conferences rather than having to travel. So check out uh, Fortify. Go online. Just do Fortify 2020. Uh, Sandra Ofield is running that project. You'll see all the information you need. That's it. we got to get out of here, Casey. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank uh, you. Don't, you don't drink too much and don't eat too much pizza down there in Yaletown.
3: <laughs> I'm already in line.
1: Thanks for joining us, folks, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week at the same time on the B.C. Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gizmondi.
3: I'm Casey Wilson.
1: Have a great weekend. That's it
0: for today's show.
1: Tune in again
0: next week for Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson on the B.C. Food & Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. B.C. Food & Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.